Hey, what you waiting on? Check, check us on your phone. This the Tony Sands show. Turn your radio on. Kelsey just turned down like a field goal, so we in the zone. Got games like a stadium. I'ma go ahead and pack the dome. I'm cooler, smoother. Make you think with your medulla. You a student. I'ma school you with the fact that I'm producing. This is for the high schoolers, college students. Nah, everyone can do it. Do this. I ain't new to this. My style is rich. It's lucrative. Maneuver through it. You know it's fast, only. You know it's so sensational. Like my big homie Tony. You book at me every Monday. After kickoff on Sunday. I got these cold, hard facts. And we ain't talking Sundays. Co-host with Kelly Daly. Shout out to the big homie. You know it's so sensational. Like my big homie Tony. Co-hosting with Kelly Daly. You know it's facts, only. You know I'm so sensational. Like my big homie Tony. Tony, Tony, Tony. Go BBS Radio. We're live here on the Tony Sands Show, live from St. Thomas Aquinas High School, as it is alumni night at here at St. Thomas Aquinas High School as they face off against Fort Lauderdale Flying L. It is a matchup between two that would decide the conference, the divisional conference championship. So it's going to be a great evening. But tonight's show is going to be live. We got a heck of a lineup. When I say a lineup, that's unbelievable. We got a lineup that will take over what we got going on. From the simple fact that we got Andrew Siciliano, we got Andrew Siciliano uh, going to be joining the show. My main man Ryan Bartow, and now without further ado, my main man Maurice Love, live from Atlanta, is joining the show. What's up, my love? What's happening with you, man? Man, I'm live here in the street, Atlanta, man. I'm live in the street. More out to bend. They play tomorrow. It's packed in the city. They're ready for homecoming and just live out here. What's going on, Tony? Man, listen, it is going to be a great show, man. We're live from St. Thomas High School. And you remember yesterday, you know, I was live from, I was live from Minnesota. I was out there in Minnesota, man. I'm here on alumni night here at my alma mater, man. And I'm sitting here with one of my main guys, Mr. Latson. Is on my right, but man, let me tell you something. It was in Minnesota. It was cold, and I, I see why I don't like the cold weather because the cold weather is not nothing. But I left Kansas. I didn't want to have anything to do with the cold weather, so that's why I moved back to Florida. It was. I know that right. Yeah, I bet it was. It was I, I bet. I bet it was freezing out there. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes, that it. It was unbelievably cold, Maurice. We're going to jump on into this thing, man. This is what we call a hot, hot, hot show, man. It's going to be a hot show. Wait till you hear, guys, what Andrew Siciliano is saying about mm-hmm. his top five receivers. I got, I'm here at a game, so it's going to be a loud atmosphere, guys. So you got to tune in with your headsets, be ready to go. Because it's gonna be loud, Maurice, man. But you say you in the streets of Atlanta, so what's the temperature in the ATL, man? Well, right now it's about like sixty degrees. Right now, it was it was cool. It's more about forty eight this morning. You know, it's getting to that weather. It's getting to that time. It's getting there. And man, it, it when it get cold in Atlanta, it get cold in Atlanta, Georgia. And you know, I'm Listen, man, Florida, Maurice, so you. Go ahead. Listen, you're a South Florida guy just as myself, but I know you don't like – I don't know how you have adjusted to the cold weather because I cannot adjust to being in that cold weather at all. 
I don't know how you right. do it. I just don't. Well, I, well, what I do, I layer up a little bit and 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 make sure you know I got my layers on and it. But it get it get cold, you know. Just get used to it just a little bit. But when it's summertime, what well, we love it. Yeah, man. Remind me of South Listen, But not only this game here that we have here in Fort Lauderdale, we're gonna even. Be traveling all the way to California. My main man Ryan Bartow is going to be. He's covering Matter Day with their top quarterback Bryce Young against John, number two in the state of California, St. John Bosco. It's going to be a matchup of two of the top-ranked quarterbacks for next year's class battling with each other in the battle of the state of California. But not only that, Ryan Bartow is also going to. Let us know what his tour was when he was at Cal Berkeley. Cal Berkeley, right. but my main man. Yeah, listen, Maurice. I was out there in Minnesota yesterday, and when I uh-huh. said it was cold, but I got a chance to see uh, uh, Dalvin Cook. Man, Dalvin Cook is a heck of a runner. This young right. man out of South Florida is tearing the landscape up like no other. Dalvin Cook is putting up right now outside of Adrian Peterson. In Minnesota, mm-hmm. he has the most yards when it comes to rushings in the first eight games with 1,100 yards from scrimmage. Right. 1,100 yards from scrimmage, putting up the numbers. But, Maurice, let's get into this basketball world. Lots going yes, on yes, in yes, the sir. basketball world. Man, let's tap into some of the stories that you want to hit on in that's going on in the basketball world. What's well, going on with night. it, man? Give us some insight well, you know, on it. You know what happened last night? Houston played last night against uh, Milwaukee. Uh, they lost. It was a good game. The, uh, the Rockets, you know, they lost. And, you know, they, and, and, they and as you know, like I told you, I'm live here, so you're going to hear the band starting to come to my right. They're playing. You're live at a high school game. It is down. just that. It is high school. That is minus football. And the parties, we're going to let the band, you're going to let the band, they say let the band play. Coming back, that's the drum line for those that are listening. That is the drum line coming through, playing. All right. Mike, well, what's going on in Laker world, man? You know, now the, the Lakers lose. It's only been one game, and then they lose the one game to the Clippers. Do right, you see right. them at this point starting to uh, crumble a little bit or, or, or wonder if they're in trouble, or is it just too early to even get into that? It's too early. It's just in the second game. We're going to get ready to play. It's early in the season, just the beginning. So it, it's, we can't we can't be prepared. Right now, it's just the beginning, and you see what's going to happen in the midseason. Why midseason? They're going to be full throttle middle, season, middle, middle of the season. They when get close to that postseason. Like I said before, LeBron going to turn it up. He's going to turn the game right. up. He's going to turn the, turn the players up. It's a different level. It's I heard of one NBA player, I think Sam Cassell played, and he said, you know what? Oh, no, Kenny Smith, he said, when it's a different the playoff, in the playoff when the, the crowd stand up and you see it, it's a different a feeling when you play in the postseason. So I know LeBron get those kids to play with him, and he's going to do what he has to do to, to be the best out there. And I know he's one of the best out there of the world. He's going he's gonna to push the team, L.A. And and that's what I'm saying. When, when, when you're saying – now, and, uh, Kawhi Myers, if you had a chance, right at this point, phase in the game, who is the better player, Kawhi or LeBron? Oh, fundamentally, Kawhi. 
Kawhi Leonard is a silent killer, assassin. So Kawhi so is the assassin. I, I, right now, he is the best right now. He can shoot mid-range, three-pointer, and be able to take the man to the basket. For sure. I, he, he's one. He's one of the best. Ain't doing it quietly, Tony. He's not doing. He's not doing it with, with just just with savage. He's doing it the way a kid should do it, fundamentally sound. And that way, you want to teach kids. What we teach? You play football. You, I play basketball. What you teach the first thing a kid? Fundamentals. You have the fundamentals. You be able to be great in any level you play, collegiate or professional. But. When, you, when we talk about the fundamentals of what those guys are doing, listen, man, it, it, it is going to be unbelievable when, what's going to happen in, in, in the fundamentals. But I, I'm gonna take, I'm still take LeBron because I'm always gonna go with, I'm always gonna go with oldness, wisdom over youth. It's just gonna never, it's never going to bear out well. So I'm, right, I'm just gonna right. tell you. I take, I'm going with I, I'm going to go with LeBron. I know a lot of people saying right now they're on the Kawhi hype. They're they're getting the Kawhi hype and it's going on. But I'm still staying. I'm still sticking with LeBron. I'm going with the old wisdom over the young youth any day of the week. Right, right, definitely, definitely. Uh, but you know, uh, Kawhi had that team in Toronto. I mean, it, it's Correct. it's a dip, it, it, It's something about him that he, that he brings the kids over. I mean, get the guys to play with them, other athletes to play with them, and step the game. Same thing, LeBron. I'm not taking anybody from LeBron at all. Can't take him from LeBron. I'm, I'm just saying, just Kawhi did bring a different level, just quiet, so on the maturity level. Of, like, this is how you become champion, and this is how you become be the best. And we gonna win a ring right here. Come on, man. I, I, I see. I see. Now, don't no. Hold on now. Like I said before the other day, LeBron is hungry now. He's starting for another championship in L.A. He's not. He's not going to be denied now. He's going to make sure he gets to the show. So it's going to be interesting. A, if he does not get a, if he does not get a championship in L.A., what happens to his legacy? Because now he's following Kobe. He's following Magic. He's following all these guys that has rings. If right. he does not make it happen in L.A., how does his legacy end? Well. I mean, he still have a great legacy. You can't, you can't, you can't turn that away. You know, he he won one of the best, one of the greatest, um, and it, it's going. He's going to be. He's going to be still in all, He's a Hall of Fame. We already know that already. He changed the game Correct. already. Just how, how he's the business side of things. He changed like Mike did. He's just he's a he's a game changer. So you have to realize yeah, he that is. you have. But if he does not, but what I'm saying to you, if he does not get a championship. If he does not get a championship, despite him having some championships, if he does not get a championship, does that diminish what he has accomplished prior to getting to L.A.? Right. Well, I mean, everywhere he goes, you know, he goes to he goes to Cleveland, Miami, now L.A. He's gonna yes. get the He's gonna get one. He's gonna get one in L.A. He's gonna determine once he get that. If he get that one. And maybe that too. I think he's gonna retire. He's gonna call it quit. But but but, but he's gonna he. But at what phase is he gonna get one? At what phase I, I is think, he going to get the one that we're talking about? I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking this phase. I think right now because the East is not really as strong as the West. The West is so strong now. Golden State lost that last night to, to the Clippers, and that was a that was a dagger for them. But but again, I think the West between the Lakers, the Clippers, and the Lakers. 
it's going you're going to see those two back and forth. Houston not going to have the firepower to beat them like that, you know. So I think this year Lakers going to pull off. If, if the Clippers play their game, it's going to be it's, it's up in the air really. But I think for the last last one called Tony, it's going to be the Lakers. I got to be the Lakers. So everybody's so now you've thrown Golden State away. And now you're saying Kawhi is not going to be able to do it with the Clippers, is what you're stating. How? Well, I mean, I mean, come on now. Look, Tony. This is the first. Now, now we, we double so the gun now. Let's think about it. But you're, but you're throwing, like, what I'm saying is that you're throwing Golden State for what they've been doing in the last couple of years. You're throwing that out the window. You're throwing uh, uh, what Kawhi and what he's done early already. He's already beat the Lakers, so you're saying – in the end, you're feeling the Lakers is going to win the West and possibly going to win the championship. Right, right. I, I, I'm going with the Lakers. I'm, I said now 10, 25-19 today. I'm telling you today, I'm saying the Lakers. And, I'm, uh, and I, wow. the Lakers going to pull it off. Now, let me wow. tell you something. I don't know. Now, listen, I'm going to tell you now. They'll, they'll go to state. They, you know, Ky, Thompson didn't play last night. But I don't think they're going to miss KD. They go miss KD. We, yes. Let's be real. KD was a major part to give with that hump. You know that, right? Yeah. Major part to give with that hump. So you can't say, but, okay, without KD, I don't know. So now you're going to – they're going to be in the fourth – Jordan, they're going to be uh, – Golden State going to be in the fourth round. They're going to be in the fourth place. They're not going to be one and you, two. They're going to be you, four. You you dropping mm-hmm. Golden State down to fourth? I, I'm dropping the four. I'm dropping the four. You know, now you How? forgot about Utah out there now. Utah hot. How? Well, Mitchell. Drop a Golden State down to four. Listen. So you're saying, forget a Steph Curry. Now, and, and no. now that I bring up Steph Curry, now no, now that I bring up Steph Curry, it brings me back to the point of what Magic, what Mr. Jordan said. Steph Curry mm-hmm. is not a Hall of Famer. Ooh. I don't know about that. He says Steph Curry I mean, is not a Hall of Famer. I'm just going to be honest. He says Steph Curry is not a Hall of Famer at all. So if he's, I mean, what's your what's your take on that? Is Steph a Hall of Famer or is it you? Who do you take it from? You got to take it from one of the best to ever do it, the goat. When the goat tell you a guy is not a Hall of Famer, how much do you believe of that? But, but, well, what, but what, where, where do you get that statistic uh, saying? What you where you pull it from? Where, where did Mike pull it from? This the way he's playing now of the the finesse how he's playing. What you saying? He won a couple championships. He won MVP. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of up in the edge. You, know, you can't really knock that down from I mean, an NBA player like that. I mean, he got MVP. He won championship with Golden State. He, he's he's a marquee player for Golden State. So I mean, he's, so he's not, the man at Golden State. So we we all on agree that Michael Jordan is the goat, correct? Oh, definitely. Oh, that the goat. The truth, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. if he is the GOAT and he's telling you, if the GOAT is giving you advice to state that Steph Curry is not a Hall of Famer, and and we say, mm. nah, so we're just saying the GOAT don't want to know what he's talking about, is the GOAT still eating too much of the grass? <laughs> Ooh. Uh, now, that's a good question. Is he eating too much of the grass? I don't, I, I, I don't know. Because he's saying I mean, I, I, Yeah, he did. He did. It's it, it's kind of like why, you know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, you know, you got some. I mean, NBA that like, I mean, Hall of Fame is that's the next level of of the next level of being greatness. You know what I'm saying? You're a Hall of Famer, Charles Barkley. I mean, 
those things are athletes, uh, uh, Scotty Pittman, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. I mean, look at right. okay, let's look at the numbers then. We gotta look at the numbers then. The golden with with Steve with a uh, Curry finish up, would he be able to have the numbers to be a Hall of Famer? I think so. But are you thinking because the way the game and play now might not respect the game? What, what you think? You think that's why he say that? Because the game, how the players play today, that how it's yeah, you know, playing, that, first of all, Michael was not on this kick of we join up together to win a championship. Mike is from the I old agree. school to where you win a championship because of who you are and the power that you bring, not right. uh, of we got to do this collective. And I think that's what has a lot to do with what he's saying when he's saying he don't think these guys are Hall of Famer because these guys are getting help I agree, to win but these then, championships. I, now, I agree now, but hold on now. He has Scottie Pittman. He had Bill Cartwright. He had Charles Oakley. Right. He had Steve Kerr. He had those guys playing. He's come on now. He had, I mean, he had uh, Rodman. Yeah. I mean, those. I mean, what a different. But I do want to say now, he is the goat. He can sort skip sixty by sixty by himself now. He can turn the whole game around. So, but and, you still so a physical you, game. You you still give. So you still disregard what Michael Jordan said when it comes to saying that Steph Curry is the goat. It's, uh, oh, you wait, still haven't. You haven't answered the question yet. Now, Steph Curry, the GOAT, or you saying you said it'll be a Hall of Famer? Because he's a Hall of Famer. I, his number made him get in there. I see. It's what the voters going to They're going to vote him in because you, you like him. No, that's not what saying. I asked you. Is Michael Jordan correct in saying that Steph Curry is not, the, is not a Hall of Famer? I agree. Yes or no? Just answer the question. Uh, yes, yes or no? Yes. You agree with Michael yes. Jordan, or you agree that Steph Curry is a Hall of Famer? I agree. I agree with Michael Jordan. Some of the guys here, at, some guys here at St. Thomas say Steph Curry is a Hall of Famer. Some of the players say he is a Hall of Famer. Forget what Michael Jordan said. And I'm gonna tell you why. You know why I say? I'm gonna tell you why I think some of this generation is saying that Steph Curry is a Hall of Famer because they really hasn't. They never really got a chance to see Michael Jordan play. This generation. They've seen Steph I, okay, Curry play, but they never had opportunity right. to see Michael Jordan at his best. All right. they know about Michael Jordan, a lot of them, is the shoes that they keep buying over and over and over and over and over and over again. Period. They don't know what, what you, they don't, they haven't seen Michael Jordan. So when Michael Jordan says it, to them it's like, ah, he's just talking. Because yeah. they don't I know agree. that Michael Jordan is the GOAT, really the right. real GOAT. Right, right. Now I do agree on that because you tell the kids today, man, what you do? Like, look, you like you play they don't ball, know you ran. About Mike. Right, they don't know nothing. They like, oh, okay. They don't believe it. What they, they say, Steph Curry, they don't LeBron. know anything about Mag- uh, Michael Jordan. They don't know nothing about Magic. No, or Larry Bird, or Z, Isaiah yeah. Thomas. You know what I'm saying? See, they don't know more yet. about. They would know more about Michael Jordan because of his tennis shoes. They don't even know that much about magic, <laughs> really. So what? So what? I mean, so are, are they? So what? Let's say, because in their generation, are they? Are they? Are they right of understanding? Say, okay, I, I see what I see, and I like what I see because I like. They like. The they like of- this fast-paced game that is being played now, but they don't. They don't understand. And see, they're they're on this team that you join up also. That's not big. Yeah, that wasn't yeah, big in our yeah. time. You you no, fought a battle no, it wasn't. on. Right, right, right. I want, I want to beat you. You know, I want to beat the best. I didn't want to go with the best. You know what I'm saying? If I had a team over here, I want to beat the best over there. Could I have bragging right? Correct. Correct. You're definitely correct on that. So I, I agree. Now, I totally agree on that. So it, 
it's like said, generation. I tell the kids today, I tell them about something, they're like, you know what you're talking about. You know, so these kids today in, in, in a barbershop, they say they do, that's, a, that's an argument in the barbershop. Who the GOAT? It's the argument. Is you the GOAT? Is Michael Jordan the GOAT or LeBron? They love LeBron when they love got no Michael Jordan. You know, and that's crazy. And Michael Jordan is the GOAT. Yes, Michael Jordan is the GOAT. That's what I'm saying. He is the GOAT of all GOATs. That's why I'm telling you that. But I think He's the GOAT. So what he says goes to me. Mm-hmm. It's solid. But, you know, some of the Hall of Famers, is, what do you think Isaiah Thomas think? What do you think of people? What Magic think? You know, you know what they think. They imagine like Steph Curry. Somebody going to vote. He's going to get voted in. This is Mike saying what he's saying. But he's going to get voted in by when he gets retired playing basketball. He's going to have to because the numbers just stop. That's all. But, again, like you say, how the generation is now, how they do things, they, they team up together, you know, they don't respect the game. Char- even Shaq don't respect the game. Shaq don't respect the game like that. Even Kobe. Kobe look at the player differently. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it just They look at this generation as if this generation really don't know much from a standpoint, right. from the simple fact is that they, they don't feel like this generation work hard. But listen, Mo, we got to head to a quick – Quick commercial break. We're going to come back with my main man sitting here to my right, Mr. Rock, Marcus Robeson, then played in the NFL because I got to bring him on because when I was in, we're going to hang on and you're going to hear Andrew Siciliano breaks down his top five wide receivers and we're going to also let Marcus charm in on that topic to see if him and Andrew Siciliano from the NFL Network agree with who they consider as the top five in this game at the wide receiver position. Stay tuned. Right, We're heading right. to a quick commercial break. We're going to come back here live on the Tony Sands Show, live from St. Thomas Aquinas High School. We're live here back at St. Thomas Aquinas High School on the Tony Sands Show as we break down the top five wide receivers as I talk to my main man, Marcus Robinson. Marcus, what's going on, man? What's going on, Tony Sands? Listen, man, <laughs> I'm, we out here. Both of us attended St. Thomas Aquinas High School, and it is alumni night, so it's a lot of us back. What was your experience like here at St. Thomas? It was great. It was different. You know, I met a lot of people right now that I still know. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just great people overall out here, man. I wouldn't trade it for nothing, my experience here. And you had a chance to leave here, and you went to the University of Florida. Right. Uh, and you had a successful career there, and then you go on uh, to play with the Rams. Yeah. Now you're playing now. In Canada, what is that? What is Canada like? I mean, well, I'm a former Canadian, Canadian. player now, uh-huh. but now I'm a free agent again. Um, Canada was beautiful, man. Like I say, it was a lot of great people there too. Mm-hmm. Um, the experience overall was able to see throughout Canada. Um, it's a little different. You have three downs, so we're really playing two downs on defense. Then they punt on third down, so it was a little different pace um the field is bigger <laughs> you have to cover a little longer <laughs> and you know it's, it was a great thing overall what is it like when you now and at at job position the run the receivers have a, a running start so what is how, how fast Man. is that making you get out your back pedal or do you spend that much time in a back pedal honestly you have to be more patient opposed to being in the nfl you know um you just have to have to match their tempo. And uh-huh. the tempo is a it, it, it's a little it's more difficult than cover 
in the CFL and the NFL for sure. Correct. So, yeah. And you, you now, you had your, you say you liked it. What it, one thing that I didn't like about Toronto was the cold weather. How did you adjust to the cold weather? And oh, then, man. let me tell you something. The first time I got my first check, the first time I got my, well, not my check, we had got meal money at the time. Mm-hmm. And then the guy came over, bought us, a, gave us our envelopes. Mm-hmm. So when I opened the envelope up, and I looked in the envelope, and I thought the guy was playing with me. Yeah. I thought it was a joke because now it wasn't American dollars. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was Canadian money. Me. It was what's that? It was in American money. So now I had to get. I'm like, hey man, where my money at, man? Y'all stop playing with me. So the dudes at the table that were veteran, they laughing at me, talking, yeah. saying, man, what you talking about, man? This 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 Canadian money, bro. Yeah. I'm like, whoa. I thought I should have told my agent, give me my money in American money because yeah. this Canadian <laughs> money it don't feel right. Feel like Monopoly money. Yeah. So did you? Was was your contract converted over into American dollars, or? Um. Now, it works a little different. You know, you get taxed. Correct. Over there differently than um, the U.S. But um, I wasn't, man, the experience was 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 everything. So the money wasn't really a factor for me. But, like, you know, obviously you don't get paid as much as you do Correct. in the NFL. But, like, man, um, you know, the money, it, it, it's totally different. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't make as much, but the experience make up for the money, you know. Correct, correct. So I enjoyed it overall. Now, are you? What's your your upcoming plans okay. for Marcus Robles? Um, just continue to train and be ready when the call come, you know, because I'm currently a free agent right now. Okay. Yeah. So, so you're just might, waiting on that call to come. Right. Might come get a couple more sessions with T Sands that I could take with me. <laughs> And you know we are here. You know your man. We'll help you get get yourself ready to go. So sure. it is what we do, guys. We're live here at St. Thomas. And I, it, it'll be crazy to ask you this question, but I'm going to go uh-huh. ahead and ask it anyway. Yeah. Tonight's game, St. Thomas versus Fort Lauderdale. Pred- what's, your, what's, what's your prediction on this? I'm going to say 49 to 7. Wow. 49 to 7. I'm going to – I'm going to stick – it depends on if this was – Somebody that we just don't like. Yeah. But it's it's for a lot of them. So I'm gonna predict that Raj might call off the dogs. He did move some of the uh J V guys up so he may give some of the J V guys an opportunity to play. So I'm a I'm a I would say he's probably it's probably be thirty five thirty five nothing. That's that, that's my prediction. I think he's gonna let him you know, let you go but not take you overboard. Right, not take you overboard. I was trying. We were trying to get the soundbite from Andrew Siciliano, uh, broadcasting from the NFL Network. I had an opportunity. He was gonna uh, let you listen to a soundbite, but we're trying to get that taken care of. But we're gonna go to a quick commercial break. It was nice to have Marcus with us. Now we're gonna go way out to California. I got to travel to Cali because my main man Ryan Barto is going to break down a big game at death with Don Brasco. The number one and the number two teams in the state of California squaring off. So we're going to head to a quick commercial break. And on the other side of this commercial break, we're going to have my main man, Ryan Barto breaking down Cali and what is going on.
We're live here on the Tony Sands Show, live from St. Thomas Aquinas High School. And every time you hear that song, listen, it is only one person that is coming up here on the Tony Sands Show. And that's my main man, Ryan Bartow. Ryan, what's going on, man? That's your theme song. Kicking you off <laughs> into life, the show, hey. man. Told my man was, I'm back in live in, in uh, color in uh, Paradise B. I know you're sitting there in my favorite town in the world, sweet Fort Lottie, baby, in Paradise A. Yes. I made it, man. I, I, I got through those 19 schools in three days in Arizona last week, met with the Sun Devil staff last Thursday, drove back through the desert in the middle of the night, took two days to Long Beach to get everything going, and then hit the road again Sunday and got through... 21 schools in four days in Northern California, Fresno, Sacramento, Oakland, San Jose. Met with Fresno State staff on Sunday, and then yesterday met with the Cal Bears staff and just made it back to LBC about an hour ago. Man, listen, right when, you, when you're on that, when they're on the tour, because I don't know if a lot of people understand what it takes uh, going into those tours. What, what is it? You're not. How much sleep are you getting when you're traveling that much? Yeah, yeah. I I'm not looking at sleep. I'm looking at Cuban coffee, <laughs> '80s rock. Get to that school first school at seven o'clock and go till you can't try to hit you know between four to eight schools a day. Pot it out and then hit the road and, and go to the next city and because there's talent all over and in in Northern California. Honestly, I probably saw a half dozen. Sophomore and freshman receivers that don't have offers yet that I know have the size, the grades, and the speed right. to be national prospects. So it's a great uh, area for talent and a lot of good skill down the years to come in Northern Cal. But now tell me, tell me this, right? Tell me this: you're in California, and you, you and California spreads all out, so you can cover Cal. You can be on at one end of California, and it takes you forever to get to the other end of California <laughs> because it's so spread out. Right, right. Now, this morning, I, I woke up at 5 in the morning in Monterey, and all your listeners, including you, you have to put this on your bucket list. The last road on our country, Highway South 1, the Pacific Coast Highway, to take that drive down the edge of California where you have mountains on one side and the Pacific Ocean on the other, I did that with two cups of coffee and some Tom Petty uh, playing, man. It is life absolving. It's the be- most beautiful stretch of highway in our country. But, uh, listen, listen, Ryan, let's, let's dig into it. You was in Cal Berkeley. Let's not wait. I want to hear all the good things. And Rogers School. Yeah. So I walked and in. I heard Ann Rogers is doing some great things. Heck, yeah. He's giving back the the Hall of Famer in Titletown in beautiful state of Wisconsin, my, the motherland, the home of the Bardos. But anyways, Aaron has put money back into the school that took a shot at him. Remember, no offers out of high school, yes. goes to yes. junior college road, goes to Butte, goes to Cal, plays for Coach Tedford. And uh, I spent some time yesterday in Berkeley, high money plays, high academics, beautiful setting around that stadium with the Redwoods, and you can sit on the hill and watch the stadium, but Aaron has dipped in money and, and put in a beautiful locker room, sleep pod, similar to what Oregon has. So now they have a, a decent facility connected to the football stadium, and that's a program that Justin Wilcox, one of the top defensive minds in the country, is getting better and better. They're already stingy on defense, as the rest of the country knows. They went to Washington and won this year. Second year in a row, they beat the Huskies. 
They went to Old Miss in SEC country and won. So you can tell that program is heading in the right direction. Now they need the offense to step up to play to the level of the defense. And how do you do that? You get quarterbacks from the number one place in the country to do it. Two weeks ago, they, they flipped Jaden Casey from Fresno State, who also had an Alabama offer. I think they're in great shape with some of the top quarterbacks, including Miller Moss for next cycle, four-star caliber guy. So you should never leave this state for quarterbacks because it's QB heaven. If they can attach that, I see very promising things in the future for the Cal Bears. I think Coach Wilcox has a great staff. Gerald Alexander is one of the best DB coaches in the country. He is a future superstar. Obviously, the secondary is the strength of their team this season. And then you have a recruiting operation led by Marshall Carrington that is phenomenal. This guy has got tremendous evals. They're finding guys in the nooks and crannies that have the high academics that are tough. They have the number one recruit in the state of Oregon, Casey Filkin, committed. There's a great deal to go up to that state and get him. They have one of the top wide receivers in California, Jeremiah Hunter out of Fresno, who I think is an all-pack caliber talent committed. So tremendous class for Cal, probably the best class they've signed in years there, quite frankly. So now, Ryan, when you when you when you say this facility that that's there, that what all I mean, describe to the listeners what is what makes this facility so great. Well, the cool setup there is you get this kind of cool vibe in a, a college kind of setup. Beautiful houses, obviously, it costs a lot to, to live in Cal Berkeley, and it's just north of Oakland beautiful part of the country, and the stadium is built into the mountain, so it's, it's real scenic, but then you have all the new features there as far as brand new neon locker rooms, uh, sleep pods, player development rooms. It's, everything is, is just recently made, so they stuck some money into it, and they're reinvesting, and you know when they start doing that, that they're, you know, football's a higher priority there, which, uh, they needed to amp up. And, and Ryan, now I'm not here at a big game here in Florida, but you're also at a you're getting ready to break down the one and two matchup in California. Yeah, in country. That's, yeah. When I when yeah, you're no, talking about powerhouse teams throughout the country, you're talking about two of the top powerhouse teams, and we get a chance to watch. Uh, Bosco, I got a chance to watch them uh, several times against St. Thomas, man. Let's break that down. Let's get into it. Let's talk about – let's get into the quarterbacks aspect of it, what those two quarterbacks are like. Well, you have the number one QB against the number two QB in the country. It's the first time in 20 years where the top two five-star QBs are going against each other. What makes it even more special? Modern day goes in the game number one in the country – Bosco goes in the game number two in the country. This is a who's who of not only who decides the CIF state championship in California, it's also going to likely decide who's going to win the national championship in high school football this year. Yeah. They've both taken their act on the road. Modern day has went to um, Washington, D.C. to beat St. John College. They went to Baltimore to beat uh, St. Francis Academy, a team that blew out Miami Central earlier in the season. So they're really battle-tested and have been impressed. Equally, Jason Negro's bunch for Bosco has had 
several good wins, too, and they, they've obviously both come in undefeated. And when you go to these schools, you've got to spend a couple hours there because they're littered with probably 20 to 30 potential D1 guys. And I'm talking size, speed. I mean, just with modern day alone, their quarterback, Bryce Young, the top dual threat QB in the country, he has a, a more than good shot to be the starting quarterback for Alabama next year when Tua leaves and heads the NFL and likely goes to the Miami Dolphins. Bryce Young is dynamic. He's he, he makes plays with his feet, his mind, his arm. He's hard to stop. You 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 try to blitz him, and he'll slice that up. He has four Division One receivers to go to. Tyron Ware Hudson and Oregon lean. Christian Dixon, one of the top junior receivers in the country, big on Notre Dame. Cody Epps, who's probably going to wind up being a steal for a team in the Mountain West. you got C.J. Williams, one of the top sophomore receivers. They're loaded. On offense, they have a left tackle and Miles Morale, who's going to go to Washington. The defense has got four Division One linebackers led by um, Davis, the, the uh, junior linebacker, who's one of the top in the country. Damani Jackson is probably the top sophomore in the state of California. He's a lockdown five-star caliber cornerback. The secondary is all Division One guys, Josh Hunter included. And then Bosco has the top QB in the country. DJ Uvalele is a collection yes. commit. Six foot five, 240 pounds. He's the real deal, man. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, I think this for a comparison, Tony. When Trevor Lawrence leaves in two years at Clemson and DJ takes over, that's similar to when Brett Favre left and Aaron Rodgers took over. Clemson has that good a situation at quarterback where wow. basically – Five-star after side, five-star. I think DJ's one of the best high school QB prospects I've ever seen in the same kind of light as like a Deshaun Watson where he's got the arm talent and the size and the mobility and just a real deal. He's got a running back in Nathaniel Jones committed to UCLA. You have a three-man wide receiver group that's as good as any in the country. Logan Loya is like their Brandon Stokely. He always gets open. He's a battle between UCLA and Oregon. Bo Collins is six foot four, one of the top junior wide receivers in the country. Then you've got in the slot Chris Hudson and a future Oregon Ducks who's got tremendous first. Big lineman with Maximus Gibbs, all a six six, three sixty. Ernest Green, one of the top sophomore offensive linemen in the country, so tremendous size for the Braves. Then on defense you have Jake Newman going to UCLA. You have John John Vaughn who's a big-time baseball prospect that's going to probably play both sports somewhere in the Pac-12. And you got guys all over. So this is, I think, counting Saturday, counting Sunday. This is the best football game this weekend. Wow. So and now you look at this, and, and, and like you say, you're battling one and two. How far does one drop if they get beat by the number two team? How far Gosh, do you think they and, drop and, and in the Probably, probably to three or four, uh, just because so, their schedules. They played national schedules and they play in the Trinity League, Tony. That um, all five or six schools in that league are ranked in the top 100. They're they're loaded powerhouses in Southern California. So, I think um, it depends on the result of the game too and the score. But I don't think the the loser would drop very much. And you you can expect later in the season these two probably rematching. Um, at Cerritos College in front of 20, 25,000 plus for all the marbles. Wow. So uh, tonight might be just a little warm-up. 
But this, I'm telling you, Tony, you got celebrities lining up for this game. You got rappers coming out. They don't go to watch USC anymore. They go to watch Modern Day versus Bosco. Outside, tickets are going for 300 plus for a high school game. Then that is a lot when it comes to when you're talking about for a high school game because you know here in South Florida. You know, high school is big in Florida, but it, the, when you talk about numbers, you always see the bigger numbers in Texas and in California versus versus here over anything. You you get more numbers out of California and Texas in their stadiums than you get in Florida. But Florida is the hotbed when it comes to the recruits. But, Ryan, as we talk yeah. about these two states, now let's get into a little bit more of how does you see governors – DeSantis here in the state of Florida, Ryan, has also followed California's governor when he signed into the bill into law of you get paid for your likeness. Yes. Now, as, as, I, does that, as I predicted. And does that now put the NCAA in what we would call a, if you felt like you could have said to California, hey, listen, we don't care that you guys did it. Okay. Then that means we just are not, we're we're not going to add you into this national championship ranking. But now, Florida joins in this. Yeah. So you have so now the, what the you're going to tell two. Florida? They're not going to do it. California not going to do it, and I, it won't be for long before Texas join in. Now you got the most yeah. the three powerfulest states when it comes to football has joined yeah. allegiance in that they believe that these guys should be getting paid for yep. their life. So if they, soon if you'll they get see, paid for, Yes. Yeah, soon you're going to see South Carolina, Georgia, all those involved as well. So it's just a matter of time. If you're NCAA, you're already way behind on this. It's something yeah. they should have been ahead of. But, um, again, you know, these kids uh, bust their butt and you try to take away their time. And um, they're going to get compensated. And, and kudos to the state of California for, uh, you know, being on the front end and being revolutionary in regards to that. Because, Ryan, I'm going to tell you what I, how I see this when it comes to a lot of this. I say to myself, states are saying if California passed this law, that put California in the lead when it comes to recruits. Because if I'm a recruit and I know I can go to UCLA I can go to USC, I can go to Cal Berkeley, I can go to these schools and get paid for what I love to do, and that's play the sport. But now if I'm going to a school in Texas, if I'm going to school in Miami, if I'm going to school in Alabama, that gives California the edge because now I can get paid out in California to play amateur sports. It could be a perk. I think by the time that does um, become active, all 50 states will be um, open and and uh, playing field at least in that regard uh, should be even. So now, what? How? Now, do the NCAA say let's get out ahead of this? And that way, when this does take place in 2023, we're ready for it. Because if they don't, I think you're starting to see the end of. The NCAA's dictatorship over college athletes. Right, they're, they're, they can't get ahead of it. They're already behind it, and the, the top two states for uh, Division One talent are the first two of the fifty to hop in. Everybody else will follow, 
not a matter of uh, if, it's just a matter of when. So um, they got, uh, they're on the clock, Tone. They got three years to um, finally uh, get their head out of you-know-what and uh, get with the times and uh, get something going. Otherwise, they'll be passed by. I mean, it's, college football is such a big business that I could see the big money people, whether it's Google or whoever, eventually, um, you know, turning that operation into something where they run and not the NCAA. Correct. And, and you know, they got – they lucked out when they when they kicked out uh, when they was trying to form a union. They said they couldn't find a they couldn't form a union because they wasn't considered working employees. Mm-hmm. Now they will become what you call working employees of a state because they will receive be receiving monies that are. are I'm quite sure the state is looking at also we win because now guess what? There's four hundred and seventy thousand college athletes. See a lot of people hear this and they think that it only applies to football players or basketball players, but this applies to everyone. Soccer, football, lacrosse, yep. basketball, every sport if you can get paid for your likeness. But now, how far does this trickle down, right? Now if you're yep. a freshman uh, a senior coming out of high school. Can you jump ahead and say, okay, I'm a senior. I'm getting ready to go to uh, UCLA. Can I get my money now going in my senior, going into my freshman year? Right, especially the way these kids are covered and hyped up before they've even played an actual down. Some of these yes. five-star guys. And it, it's probably even more wild in the, the chaos that is basketball because you have so many one and done. At least in football and baseball, you're required to be there for three years. In basketball, I mean, these guys are are basically there for less than 12 months. And they'll come in, you know, with 50,000 followers on Twitter and all the Instagram followers. And they're basically their own brand before they even played it down. So um, that that's going to open a whole can of worms as well. Yes. And that's... And that's- that's where you're going to have to see how far it's going to trickle down because now how do you stop it at the high school level because you're already saying that you can do it at the college level. Mm-hmm. So this is going to get, and I guess they you know, need the time that they need to get all this stuff going, get it all broken down because it's going to get, the waters are going to get murky because now guess what? It is not amateurism anymore. Now I'm getting paid to play. I'm getting paid to play. For my likeness. Yep, and so, and, and, and different levels too. Yep. It's, it's, so Ryan, man, yeah, listen, I mean, we're here. Give me your. You out in Cali? Give me your take on the on uh, uh, Matter Day and Bosco. Who do you think gonna win that game? We got sixty seconds. My producer is tapping me, saying it's time to go. <laughs> I think Matter Day. Um, I would give them the edge. I think they've just more battle tested when they both played Servite this year. Bosco almost lost that game, 27-26. Modern day uh, blew him out. So in the common opponent, that tells you some. Bosco is at home. I think they have some advantages on their roster. But I just think on, on tonight, at this stage in the season, I would I would side towards modern day. And, gosh, I hope I, everybody that's listening tunes into this game because I'm telling you, there's a great game tomorrow. 
including a potential Badgers upset of Ohio State. There's some great games on Sunday, but nothing will beat. Bosco, modern day, Southern California, the top two teams in high school football tonight. We got it. We are getting ready to roll out. We're getting ready to close out there here at St. Thomas Aquinas High School. Brian, thank you for joining the show, man. And each and every week, you're going to get knowledge when it comes to sports across the country, whether it's high school or the professionals. We're going to be the ones to bring it to you. We're closing out here at St. Thomas Aquinas High School. Guys, listen up. Two big games. I'm taking St. Thomas. And Ryan, I'll see you. Peace.